Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast, The Current View, with the Isle of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. And if you're listening free to the first half on either Acast or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a Patreon, all the W's.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media, or follow the podcast on Twitter at Curran View. On Facebook, The Current View will join the group that's just gone over 3,000 strong now, TC. So thanks very much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. Steady away, how are you, mate? Kind of week you had? Yeah, not too bad. I've gone past being steady away. Uh, we're going to some of the truth. What's happening in the world? So, so I'm, getting, uh, I'm feeling a bit more confident about what's to, going to happen to her. Absolutely. Us, uh, the rest of the world. Absolutely, TC. And uh, the sun is shining here in Birmingham. It's a little bit cool or cooler the temperature has dropped a little bit there's um there's a suggestion it might even snow later on in this week that then we'll get into april and the nicer weather will arrive the grand national will be here the football cup semi-finals around the corner and the football season's coming to an end so we're um we're just getting into the silly season where we have some daft results and non-dafter than at wrexham the weekend but what magic moments did you source for us this week tc well I have not. I've only seen one goal better than this, or free kick better than this in my life, and that was the uh, the Carlos. Uh, what's his name? The Brazilian what scored the free kick against uh, Carlos. R- Roberto Bert- Carlos. Bert- Roberto Bert- Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. yeah. Gareth Bale free kick. Brilliant. I don't think a bangnet could have pulled it away from the the net because it went that fast. Yeah. And dipped and everything. It was absolutely. I mean, to say. We know we know the ability he's got. Well, it's not the ability he's got. We know he's a, a world-class player. End of. Yeah. That proves that with winning three, fours at European Cups, whatever he's won. Something yeah. like that, yeah. You know, uh, to, to get probably Wales to the first World Cup finals for years and not being playing on a regular basis, yeah. I find it, I find it incredible. You know, I'm not saying it's, not his fault at all. I'm not saying that because mm. we don't know. We're not. We don't know what's happening at Real Madrid. We don't know what really goes off. But how how anyone could have someone with his uh, technical ability to be able to score goals from anything, yeah, or, or score goals out of nothing from any from anywhere in the pitch, right? I, I find incredible. If you remember when Mourinho was at Tottenham, I was saying the same thing. Howick is not playing, yet he scored about 12, 13, 14 goals or something like that. I'm yeah, sure he did. did. Yeah, he did. He came on loan, didn't he? 
Yeah, and Mourinho wouldn't pick him. So it's, I find it incredible, incredible what these managers do to these certain types of players. I just find it, you know, I just find it baffling. Yeah, I do. You're right. I mean, uh, there was Mourinho, then there was um, Zinedine Zidane that seemed to have a, a problem with him. He's gone back. There's new management there at Real Madrid. He hasn't been getting his place there as well. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti, isn't it? The, uh, the the manager of Madrid at the moment. So, you know, there's three different managers that haven't picked him, but yeah. Wales have always picked him. Yes, he is the big star player at Wales, but looks every inch the superstar when he puts that Wales kit on. And you're right, TC, when he played for I've Tottenham, he scored the goals. No, I've never I'm, seen him have a bad game. It's, I've it's never bombing. seen him have a bad game. I've never seen him have a bad game. No. For, for Real Madrid. No, I haven't. Ever. Done. You, just, Ever. you Ever. just don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Well, we do know say. one thing. We do know one thing, which is a fact. Yep. And it's a fact. This is not, you know, misinformation. Mm-hmm. The Spanish media yep. have, have had it in for Gareth Bale for a long, long time. Yes, they have. Yeah. Right? Now, <clears throat> uh, it may be that that's the problem where some managers are frightened to play him. Yeah, and he's put a lot of pressure on the fans because there's something not right. Mm. And uh, uh, Mourinho's a different kettle of fish. For me, Joe, Joe Cole would have been one of our greatest players. Yeah. Right? They played him on wing. He'll never be a winger. Him. Yeah. Well, ever. Well, ever. I've got an hole in my backside. Yeah. Right? He was a number 10. Let him go and play, and yeah. he would have he would have been a, a big difference in making and create uh, making and scoring go- important goals on big occasions because he got that technical ability. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll take the Mourinho thing apart. Aside, I'll put that aside because Mourinho's like that with with, with all the type of, that type of player. I'm in charge, and we'll do as I say, or you won't play. Yeah. Uh, and I thought Mourinho practically uh, didn't help. Yeah, I can't say he ruined him because he still had a great career. Mm-hmm. But it, Mourinho, for me, ruined Joe Cole. But with, with Bale, I think the media has uh, something to do with it. But maybe one day we'll get to the bottom of it. Absolutely. Maybe they get to the bottom of it. And maybe that Gareth Bale, and it's only, it's it's my second guesses, I'm second guessing this, mm-hmm. is the amount of money he's giving and uh, the way how the Spanish, I'm not saying the club have, I don't know. I don't know. But I know the Spanish media have absolutely crucified him. Yeah. And he's like, so I'm going to stick this out. I'll get me £500,000. Uh, well, about 500000 I think whatever he's earning, he's earning vast amount of money there. Absolutely. I'll stick this out and I'll just show you a lot. Uh, because it's a crying shame to see a player with that technical ability not to be playing week in and week out. Whoever it is, at any football club, you know, is that the one of the best clubs in the world, if not the best club in the world? And there's no way that anybody in that team really could push him out of the team. So there's something radically wrong. Absolutely. So you're saying he has had a, he's addressed it, hasn't he, with, um, I think it was Marker 
the um, the Spanish newspaper that called him a parasite, and that he has had a, a little pop back. But you shouldn't have to because Gareth's had a great career, fantastic, one of Wales' greatest ever players, and and one of the best players that we've we've sent abroad. As you said, he's, he's won many league titles with Real Madrid. He's won the the Champions League, I think it's three times. Scored in two finals, so yeah. you know he's had a, a glorious career. And if any of us had what half about, the what career about, he's had, we'd be happy. What about the old red kick in the final? Absolutely, absolutely you know. sublime. Yeah, <laughs> he, he scores all different kinds of goals. Yeah, you know. yeah, absolutely. He, he, he is an elite football player. Hundred yeah, percent. He's an elite football player. What's got everything? Power, strength, ability, uh, the knowledge of the game. There's nothing he does not have not to play in one of the elite teams, whether it's international level with Brazil, uh, Spain. Uh, he's France. a world-class player, isn't he? He's just a world-class yeah. player. Oh, he's a, uh, regardless of what anyone says, yeah. he's yeah. a world-class player. And it's not... I, I, listen, I know it'll not be all his fault. I guarantee you that. Yeah. But everybody... He, you can't say anything because they'll just fine you. Yeah. But the I club see. and the manager and the media can write whatever they want about you. You know? You ask Goody about anything like that, Goody will tell you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so they um, <laughs> they seem to have artistic license and say what the hell they like and mud sticks at times. But um, my well, magic... when you sign the contract, Gabby, you sign the contract that you cannot criticise no, no. the football club or the manager. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, the manager can criticise you. Yeah. I know. If the sauce is good for the goose, it must be good for the gander. But it just doesn't work that way in football, unfortunately. Um, my magic moments. There was a few this week, TC. Uh, Jamie Proctor's goal for Port Vale. The um, that scissor kick that he done. A little yeah. bit of a, a Decanio moment for him. Tremendous goal. Great uh, goal. Paul Smiley's goal for Orient. The ball. Oh, I mean, it was just. Into that left channel, one of the goalies come out. He's got it, and he's just dinked it over. I mean, it was oh, it was just a sublime goal, brilliant, fantastic. Uh, Christian, I mean, I don't mention them a lot. I do mention them. Mm. But, I mean, I don't, I don't pick them out, but not because of uh, other than you know the the A leagues, the Premier leagues, and championships, you know. But with with the TV cameras, what? All these grounds, we do see some spectacular goals from even from uh, the Conference League or National League, whatever yeah. it is now. We see some spectacular goals, don't we? Absolutely, TC. And you're right, they're all recorded these days, which is absolutely great. Another goal that was recorded, and I saw it, uh, Christian Pulisic's goal, yeah. his <laughs> third goal for America. I mean, that was, what a touch, great balance, composure, and he just sticks it in. I mean, that was the third goal in his hat-trick. And if America avoid getting beaten by more than six goals against Costa Rica. They follow Canada to the World Cup finals and that's absolutely fantastic. As they, will Ant- be, they, will, they will be going. To. Oh, absolutely. Because Anthony's uh, one of the coaches there, uh, Udi's uh, youngest lad. So well done to America and well done Christian Pulisic. Again, another player I think is a tremendous player. He had that bad injury at Chelsea and perhaps now he's just getting back to full fitness and the World Cup, a stage like the World Cup, 
um, is a place where, where players like Christian Pulisic should play. And uh, next time around, America, Mexico, and Canada are hosting, so they'll all be there. They don't have to qualify for next tournament. Uh, but the biggest magic moment for me, and I, th- and I thought a touching moment, football and sentiment don't go hand in glove for me in football. But I thought Christian Eriksen's goal with his first touch was just a script from Boy's own. It was a fantastic strike. And when we watched the Euros and saw that awful, um, tragic moment of um, Christian Eriksen where he actually died on the football pitch and then was brought back to life to come on. And with his first touch, scored a goal for Denmark. I thought it was absolutely fantastic and, and wonderful to see Christian back on a football pitch for his national team and uh, scoring goals as well. People always say to me, what do I look for in a football in a footballer? Yeah. Or what, what do I think what 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 do I think uh, what makes great footballers? And you've just hit the nail on the head. It's, it's called balance. Yeah. Because you watch you watch anybody what's got that balance, whatever it is, whatever it is, cricket, Shane Warne. Technique, you know, yeah. not not naturally fit, mm. carried a little bit of weight, but the balance of him when he were, you watch when when he's when he goes running up to 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 bowl a ball or spin it whatever the, you know he's a spinner. Mm. Tennis, you watch the balance how they get into the position where they need to be. Tennis, they always got to get back to the to the tee, you know. And you watch footballers, the ones who's got the balance. Well, if they have got the balance, they'll have they'll have the touch, <clears throat> they'll have the. Uh, Awareness of everything, what's around them. They'll understand the game. They'll see the bigger picture of everything. They've got that two, three, four, mm. sometimes five passes in front of them. And what I mean, that that five passes, where they could split, could split a, a, a team open by putting five or six players out of the game. You know, so for me, it's balance. And if you've got that balance, uh, then you've got, a, you've got a football on your hands. And if you can get... 20 in your team or in your squad, it's always going to give you the big advantage. Absolutely, TC. Moving on to Book Corner in association with myfootballbooks.com. Uh, Andy's recommended book this week, another player with great balance, a Welsh player as well. A book called Football Wizard, the story of Billy Meredith by John Harding. Now, Billy was um, way, way, way before my time. But again, it's another book that I'm going to buy because I want to know more about the career of, um, of Billy Meredith. I've heard so much about him. He's in our time vault later in the podcast, but he always gives me and on this day as well and on this day Billy Meredith played his last game for Manchester City in a semi-final against Newcastle United he was set 49 years of age the oldest player to play in the FA Cup and the oldest player to play for Manchester City and also on this day a young man who was only about 23-24 joined Sheffield Wednesday 43 years ago TC Who's that, that Gabby? <laughs> Dunsbury Owl posted it up and I thought, got to retweet that. God, where's that time go, TC? I remember watching Star Soccer and you, John's, t- telling, uh, talking about this rebellious young Nottingham Forest striker, Terry Curran, and, and, and since that game, and I can't remember what game it was, it may well have been the Sheffield United game that you destroyed them. I looked at that young lad, Terry Curran, I thought, he's a player. 43 well, years it- ago. I can't. Yeah, I, when I look at it, you know, six or seven last week, not last week, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Yeah. I think to myself, where has time gone? You know, and 
I, I wrote about uh, it's 43 years ago uh, since I signed for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. And it's isn't it funny how the back in the third division, as, as I would call it yes. now, Championship One, as it, as it is now. Mm-hmm. Or back then, I would say uh, third division, but Championship uh, One, as it is now. So it's unreal how time flies. And the older you get, the quicker it seems to go, Gabby. It does, yeah, and you're right. I mean, when you joined them, they're in the third division. They're back now 43 years on in the third division. A club like Sheffield Wednesday should be in the Premier League. Sheffield Wednesday are a massive club. And in terms of honours, the biggest club in Yorkshire, you know, Wednesday should not be where they are. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, Headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But you got them back with your, your teammates into the championship. Unfortunately, you didn't get them back into the first division, but they, they then did get back into the first division. How does it make you feel when you've done all that to get them back and then they get relegated? As a fan, that must really knock. Well, the, the, the older I get, the more I look back and I always think to myself, people always look at me and say to me, what a great player you were. And I've had that from yeah. people like George Best and, and all that. When I went to Sheffield Wednesday to come out of first division, you know, when I look at it now, it was it was crazy because, you know, mm. you're never going to get the recognition. And I wanted to take Sheffield Wednesday back up in, into the old first division. We didn't do it now, but we're only one point off it, Gabby. Yeah, exactly. Only one point. And if, if, if Jack... I mean, Jack used to talk to me a lot. People don't understand this. Jack used to talk to me a lot about players. Mm. What do I think of this player? What do I think of that player? I told you the story about Peter Beersley, didn't I? Yeah. You know, and I said to him, Jack, you know, if we get three players, right? And he said, we're going through spying again in the team. Mm. You know, uh, the goalkeeper, centre-half, uh, and another striker, because Andy's legs were starting to go. Mm. To go. Uh, we needed a, a, a better quality of a centre-half. Every time you go up, you need better players in there. Do. Um, and we need another goalkeeper uh, to give us that um, bit more stableness at the back. Mm. And if you'd have got those three, we'd have gone up. 
and Jack would have been, I mean, he's still a legend, but he would have been a bigger legend. Yeah. Because um, I left that, that season. I would, he stayed for another another season. Now Wilkerson comes in, buys three players, centre forward, centre half, centre goalkeeper, mm. bump, goes up. But there's something, think about Sheffield Wednesday. It, it's a massive football club. And I think it's won more trophies than any other Yorkshire football team. It has. Uh, but what? But it's never thought big like Leeds do, yeah. or or the or the elite six clubs do in this country, mm-hmm. because the money the owners have always looked at it. Well, we can get thirty odd thousand people in there, but I look at big clubs, the foundation of the fan base, and the club itself. You know, the the, the stadium itself, yeah. and it is a massive club. Right, other people look at it different. I get that. You know, when you say what is a massive club, they've got to win trophies. Well. Yeah, There's yeah, well, still a massive club, and if you can yeah. get forty, fifty, sixty thousand, you're a big club. Whether you yeah. win or not, you're still a big club. But I get, I get where the where they're coming from because it's just another, uh, not an argument, another debate. Yeah, absolutely. Debate so mm-hmm. that, I get, so I get that. But I look at it as as, you, as you've just said there, covered it brilliantly. When you can get forty, fifty, sixty thousand people. Rangers and Celtic, yeah. they're giants of a football club. Mm. Giants. Yeah. Right? And they may not win anything in the Premier League. How they stand now. But I guarantee you one thing. If they got the same money, they won't be having the same players. Absolutely. And that's what you've got to look beyond. Yeah. Just like I told everyone about Arteta. Yep, you did. Right? And with this, one or two of my mates turning around and said, well, is he the coal man? Cone? Not Coleman, but the Cone man yep. for Guardiola. No, he's his own man, and it takes some. It takes time to build up, especially when the big clubs to get the deadwood out. What he doesn't want, right? And it doesn't mean that uh, Abiyang has failed because he's gone to Barcelona and done quite well. It, for some unknown reason, that two might not get on. It's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's a win-win for both of them yep. because Arsenal look a lot better team without him. And he looks a better player without being in the Arsenal team. Yep. So, brilliant. So, at end of the day, I'm like you. Birmingham is a massive club. But it falls by the wayside because it it, 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 it doesn't win anything. Yeah. You know, and regardless of when they talk about the Premier League, they only talk about the Elite Six anyway. You don't even talk about Norwich, do you? Absolutely. Or Burnley. 100% CC. These days, you it's know, all they, about... They, they all, yeah. You all go on about Premier League. They all go on about... You know, you said to me... Mm-hmm. It's more than football. It's, uh, Premier League's more. Uh, what's the word saying? You're saying Premier League's not all about football, right? But even the Premier League, it's only the top six. Yeah. They don't talk about the other lot, other clubs in. in, they're, in, in they're, the not in they're not interested. All they're interested in is the top they're six still, team and the Champions League, Champions League, Champions League. They're still trying to push for this. Uh, Super League. Absolutely. That they'll eventually, eventually they will get it. Whether it's wrapped up in different paper, but they will they will get what they want. A league of super big teams that play in Europe and when you play a certain amount of games per season, I'm sorry, that's not a cup, that's a league. By yeah. by stealth, it will be the super league. They're ruining they're ruining the national National team football. Absolutely. Who wants to watch all these games? What they're playing now? Mm. Seriously, Gabby. No, I know. You'll get you'll yeah. get one or two, and I get that. Yeah, I do get that. Right, mm. you'll get the anoraks of football. 
you know. But they're ruining the inter the international league, right? And they will ruin football in general mm. if they get a super league. Oh, because, agreed. Because what anybody mm. tells me, yeah. I don't give a damn who it is. Not one of them teams will want to finish at the bottom. No. Not one. Not one. And they have ruined football. I'll tell you this now. They're not bothered about football fans. You know that, don't you? Of course they're not. They're, they're not, they're not they bothered about the football. They just want the money. They don't want the fans at the ground. And when I beat by that, mm. and listen me out to this, what I'm going to say to you, they don't want the ordinary fan at the football ground. They want the ordinary fan to buy... Uh, the TV, right? The TV, uh, pay for the TV. You know what I mean? To watch 100%. Stay right. at home and fill they the game want, of corp ground with corporate. They want the corporate. Yeah. That's, that's what they want the ground for. 100%. Make no mistake. Mm. And, and I told everybody about all this years ago, mm. what they would do. Mm. Right? So don't, anybody comes to me and say to me about foreign managers and all that, they allowed it. They allowed it because what they allow well football football coaches anyone to come into football coaching and, and we finished it with we are being funny to anybody we finished it with bad coaches yeah and yes men and I'll say in Aslickers yeah and they've ruined our game they've ruined our game because it ain't our game anymore it belongs to the to the well foreigners. Europe and the rest of the world because we get them from all over the world. And I'm not against that. Mm. I'm, against, I'm against what they've had. They've allowed us to be pushed down and pushed down where we've only, what, I bet 29% of English players playing in the Premier League? Absolutely. Or maybe so. 30%. Yeah, we've created a monster and we've been all swallowed up by this most unwelcome beast. And we, and we can't get out of it. No, it, it, what, it, by it's the way, impossible. what did I tell you about that Italian team? That was the luckiest team ever to win the yeah. European Champions. Mm. Well, they weren't exactly Greece were the luckiest team. Yeah, I said to you they weren't a good team. I told you that, and they've, they've now not qualified again for a World Cup. Yeah, it looks as though he's going to uh, be coming back to the Premier League, doesn't he? Southgate, if anybody tells me Southgate's had two great chances to win, a hundred percent. Two major tournaments and blown it. Yeah, and blown it. And I tell you what, he's never. I don't think anybody's had a, had a group of players like we've got now. I mean, the what they call it generation, Gerard and all them. Mm. What a good, what a good, well, a great, a great generation. Yeah, badly yeah. coached. Badly coached. I still but say the seventies was better. This year, well, yeah, but which I'm talking about now. Yeah, in recent times, it's by far the you best. You know, you know the six. Late 60s, 70s, were great football. We did win something. We were close to winning something. Mm. But this generation, right, this, this last five or six, eight years, we've had a great bunch of players and we haven't had a manager what can get the balance right. We've had managers what they wouldn't give it mm. uh, to 70s and early 80s. So we, everything we get, we deserve. Because when nobody has stood, stood up to him, there's only been stood up to him, Absolutely. and you get shot down. So Absolutely, TC. Again, all down to bad management and all the podcasts that I do with Uddy, My Life, My Music, and Hudson's American Dream. It's a case of if only and bad management. 
Um, and second up is uh, Arrivederci, Swansea, the Giorgio Kinalia story. I'm doing a podcast with Al. Um, we were going to do it last Sunday, but we had a technical hitch and we couldn't. But it's going to make more sense because when we do it, we look back at the NISL when Giorgio Canalia was the top goal scorer for New York Cosmos. And we also look at the now as well. And Anthony's one of the coaches at America. So by the time we record it, Hopefully, well, they should be in the World Cup. So, um, the Giorgio Canalia story. How a third division reject became a Serie A superstar by Mario Rizzoli. Now, when you see Arrivederci Swansea, I thought he he was born in Swansea, but he wasn't Giorgio. He was actually, he was born in Italy, in Tuscany, in Italy. And his family come to live in Cardiff. And yep. it was when he played for Cardiff Schools, he got spotted by Swansea Town and then went to Swansea Town. But I'm looking forward to his podcast because there was a game that Roma, sorry, Roma, in Rome that Lazio played against Ipswich Town that that probably is, is one of the biggest brawls, I think it's fair to say, the biggest um the biggest game that, that two European teams have played where it literally kicked off. And uh, that that was because when it, uh, Ipswich went over with a 4-0 lead, the ultras of Roma took a photograph of uh, Trevor Weimark receiving a placard from them to congratulate Trevor for scoring four goals against Lazio. And when they saw it in the Roman papers, they went absolutely balmy. As a result of what happened in that game, Lazio got banned from playing in Europe for three years and they won the Scudetto for the first time in 73-74 and it stopped them playing in the European Cup. But trust me, that game, it didn't half kick off before, during and after. And this was a Lazio team that were obsessed with guns as well. And it's all in this book. Arrivi Dirty Swansea, the Giorgio Canalia story. So it's going to be a great book for me to read and a great podcast for me to make. And finally, TC, get it on. I've just done a podcast with the author, John Sperling, an Arsenal supporter. Tremendous lad. A wonderful uh, book. We were talking for an hour about the 70s. For me, the greatest decade ever in football and in uh, the most recent edition of when saturday comes there's a lovely advertisement for uh, for the said book bitebackpublishing.com uh, the uh, the publishers i got my book via amazon like i do with all of the books and and this is a book that really is getting a lot of publicity and and i did ask john why get it on? And he said it was my favourite record of the seventies. Yeah. yeah, by T Rex. So yeah, fantastic. And as we speak, TC, my wife has just handed because she's there'll be no vacuum firing up tonight because she's out with the pals. She's looking great, and she's just handed me a book, and I'm just going to open it. Another book that I've ordered, and it is. The Last Busby Babe, autobiography of Sammy McElroy, Sammy MBE. Yeah, I was reading, I was reading uh, clips of it uh, on Facebook uh, the day the day George Best left him at t- train station. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, he had a great career, Sammy. He actually played for Stoke City when when Oddie was there, but um, he was the last player 
that Matt Busby bought and um, made his debut, I think, in, uh, what was it, 1970-71 season against Manchester City and scored on his debut. There's a lovely story. I'm not going to spoil anything, but he went to get some fish and chips and what happened next was absolutely incredible. But it will be all in this book, The Last Busby Babe, autobiography, Sammy McElroy, MBE, with Wayne Barton. And Wayne has wrote many a story. In fact, he wrote the book about George Best. That um, And I made a podcast with Wayne. That's all up there, SRB Media. Uh, you can find it on Spotify and all the usual outlets for our podcast. So, uh, so yeah, that is uh, Book Corner Finito tonight, TC. It's been a busy one. Yes. I mean, all these books, you're helping everyone, the, the publishers, the, the, the authors, uh, the people what. Uh, have got the names of the book and they'll not get better publicity than this Gabby because like you say we've got a, a, a base now even on our, on my wall of over 3,000 you've yeah. got Udi you've got everybody else what comes into it so you're going to have a right fan base for everything for your um, uh, podcast and it brings everything out even football from yesteryear you do fascinate us and give us some valuable information of Things what have happened. To listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media or just follow the links in the description. Thank you. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A L L B I R D S.com, code SUPER24.